0: So this question sprang to mind for me, and it's something I've seen other INTPs in the Myers-Briggs system ask throughout the internet, and it's that, is is being an INTP a personality disorder? And I wanted to answer this question because it feels like the culmination of my work on this podcast. Um, this podcast started in 2017, around the summer, where I was trying to figure out where to communicate my expression. Like I had gone through therapy for about nine months and my therapist had left. Um, She moved to Austin, Texas. And I, I don't know why I told you where she moved to, but I was in San Diego at the time and she moved away. Um, (laughs) And so I had realized how much talking it out had helped me to process my emotions and how I was feeling and experiencing life and figuring stuff out that, uh, I was looking for other ways to do that now that my therapist had left, because I believe she was an ENTP and she was wonderful. And I really loved speaking with her and it really gave me a sense of, um, uh, it was just something I'd not really experienced before. So it was amazing to find someone that I could sort of work things out out loud with. And then she just would ask me occasional questions. And, uh, then I started the podcast as a means of, uh, talking to myself in the car on my way to work and home from work to kind of process what I was experiencing. And so the podcast eventually formed into dopamine in the beginning of 2018, It started to get more mental health focused. And at the end of, of, you know, around that time period, I had really started to try to figure out what is me and what is my mental health. And, and that's a challenge. I've seen a lot of people trying to wrestle with right now is, is, um, almost bundling their mental health or mental experience with their identity and personality. And so I, I wanted to fillet it out. I wanted to separate the two because I had experienced all sorts of failures throughout my life. I had experienced a divorce. I experienced a couple of job failings and uh, while everything looked great on paper, it just like I was suffering inside and nothing was working and I just kept, uh, uh, falling apart. And, uh, I feel like I needed to figure out what, what was external circumstances, what versus like, what is myself? What is me? You know? So I started to explore with personality hacker. I found them on YouTube. Uh, I found other personality people. I found other, other sources to talk about personality types. And I started with Myers-Briggs Uh, I knew I was an INTP, but I was trying to learn more about it. I knew I'd known since I was an INTP since I was like 17, but, um, I was trying to figure out more about it and then figure out what is, you know, what, what is the, what are the traits, the markers, the regular things surrounding, um, being an INTP and what are the things that I've noticed that are unique about myself as someone who felt like I was struggling with Mental health stuff, and so it was. It was really a, a process. It was a process that I've recorded on this podcast of figuring out all of these different ideas of what it means to be myself. I explored masculinity. I explored the Enneagram. I explored Spiral Dynamics. I explored um, comparing myself to different personality types. I explored the different facets of what it means to be an INTP: the analytical side versus the holistic side. What are the emotional experiences of an INTP and how does that come out? Right? So it it, it really was this like filleting process. And I can say that I can relate to this feeling of wondering if being an INTP is a personality disorder because the way that the world is or the way that many countries are, they are not necessarily, um, built for the INTP personality. Now, some countries have different archetypes and different ways of being, and they may fit that mold a little bit better than others. But being in America, it's a very, uh, it's a much more extroverted thinking kind of place. The school system is very much trying to funnel people all into the same kind of archetype. And there is very limited perceptions of what equates to a success or a failure, right? So I, I've been unraveling a lot of that for myself, the, my relationship to um, the education I got growing up in the American education system and all of that stuff. That's a whole other ball of wax. But I can understand that if you're going through, if your personality as an INTP is, is, feels counterintuitive to the systems that you're born into, or or your parents don't understand the way that you operate, or your college doesn't understand the way that you operate, or your school, your high school, uh, your job, your boss, whatever. Understanding personality systems is not something that is built into education. It's still a fairly new concept in terms of its modern understandings. So it hasn't made its way into massive systems. And so it is really our responsibility as an ITP to get to know ourselves, to get to know how we operate and to get to know like the mental um, relationship that we've had, the emotional relationship that we've had, I should say, to our upbringing. And is that something that is causing a mental health stir? Is there something chemical, right? Because there is an aspect of that where you can get tested physically for chemical things. Or is there a not getting your needs met aspect of it, right? Like I've talked about in past podcast episodes, this concept of, of big D depression versus little D depression. (laughs) And, um, the, the capital D depression is more the clinical, um, material, like you can actually get physically like your blood tested or, or chemicals tested or whatever, and figure out if there's some sort of thyroid issue or something physically that is affecting your, your mood or your well-being. And then, or even maybe it's like, you know, physically not taking care of yourself and and that can actually have effects on your mental well-being as well. Or is the little d depression, which is more about not getting your input output needs met in terms of your cognitive functioning. And... You know, for me, for a long time, I I just wasn't getting my extroverted feeling needs met. That baby FE, that little extroverted feeling harmony uh, function just wasn't getting the attention from I wasn't getting the feedback that I needed uh, about what I was caring about or what I was thinking and um, not getting also validation for my thoughts and the way that I approach things. And INTPs, we struggle with getting validation from other people. And I've talked about that on the podcast and YouTube channel as well. Validation meaning simply someone saying, oh, that makes sense. Or I understand what you're saying. Not agreeing with you. Agreement is more of an extroverted feeling thing. It's more about setting uh, barriers or or borders between people. But introverted thinking is like, this idea makes sense. Let's build upon this idea. Or let's, let's spelunk further down into the depths of understanding this concept. And having someone go along with you or to validate that that makes sense. Because as you're growing and developing as an INTP, especially if you're in a society that is counterintuitive, like I said, to the way that you think, it is very easy to have the external world instill a lot of doubt in your mind about the way that you think because you're not getting validation for the way that you think. If every time you speak to someone, they're like, stop, stop. Or like, you're talking too much again, or like you're, you're sharing this thing that is like not interesting. I don't care. Um, that sucks. And that's dismissing the way that you think. And if you get that over and over and over again, of course, that's going to cause depression. And so in conclusion, I don't think that being an INTP in and of itself is a personality disorder. However, I think INTPs can be prone to depression because of a few key factors, your relationship to your society, your relationship to your family, your relationship to your school system, and then your relationship to relationships (laughs) and who you're surrounding yourself with and what life experience you have and being able to expand your horizons into finding one of nearly 8 billion people in the world who will actually listen to the thoughts that you have and things that you want to share in the world. Right? So it's partially, I, I'm not saying this to blame society because things are just the way they are. Like it's an, it's you're born into whatever circumstance you're born into. It was your portal into existence. And it just happens to be what it is. Some people have an easy ride. Some people don't. And you know, the quicker that you can get to accepting that it is what it is, the quicker you can get towards rewriting your own karmic story and starting to take a little bit more charge of your experience and your existence and uh get to know what it means to be an INTP. And then like I talked about in, in a previous episode, getting to know maybe other systems, maybe getting to know how you work best, maybe getting to know how you relate best, you know, what are your love languages, what are your tendencies. What are your, what is your wealth dynamics profile? What is your spiral dynamics level? What is your Enneagram type and how your ego shows up? What is your Myers-Briggs personality type and how that relates to other personality types? Or are you needing to just get out, get out of your environment? Do you need to learn a new skill? Do you need to go meet new people? Um, You know, and just getting to know what those needs are. And I think I expressed and explored that throughout this podcast. So in a lot of ways, this particular episode feels like a bow on top of what I've been working on for the past five years, because I'm starting to move into different territory a little bit. I'm trying to move personally into um, working on my own bigger picture, egoic compulsions and concepts that I think are... Getting into more esoteric territory that may not necessarily be helpful for, for you listening, but, uh, I'm also wanting to find ways to meet people where they are. Uh, so it's a little twofold, right? Anyway, that's stuff that's just not relevant to the podcast. Um, so what I'm essentially saying is that you as an INTP listening to this and wondering if you are a personality disorder, No. You are not. You are not a disorder. You are not a virus on the earth. You have a function. You provide a service. You, like, if if introverted thinking did not exist in the world, everybody would, would either be uh, creating, uh, w- trying to create some utopia throughout their own means and not listening to each other at all and, and not uh, making individual dissertions between what logically makes sense versus like the group dynamics and beliefs. And it would be kind of a a little bit of a chaotic shit show of judging each other based on social norms. And um, that already is happening, but because introverted thinking exists. And one of the reasons I continue to start this podcast and continue to um, talk to INTPs is because introverted thinking has major value in the world in helping people to figure out, you know, what, uh, uh, when they're being taken advantage of, or when something doesn't make sense anymore, or, uh, uh, the depths, helping guide someone through the depths of a framework that will help them to make greater sense of their reality, right? There are INTP therapists, there are INTP, uh, coaches and creators. There are INTP uh, people who are great at, at, at listening and providing clarity of thought. That's not just programmers. It's not just, uh, not just, uh, INTPs are not just people who are sitting in their room eating bags of Cheetos and, and staring into the abyss, right? There are INTPs everywhere doing all sorts of various different things. So I would say that one of the big things that you can do as an INTP, if you feel like you're falling into the stereotype of an INTP is to know that the stereotype of an INTP is actually the lower rung of what it means to be an INTP. It's more of the default state. And that's the challenge too is that introverted thinking and introverted sensing together without the growth of life experience, without patterning, without seeing what other people live like and what other people experience that you're basically dissecting a very limited scope of experience, asking the same questions that other INTPs have already asked, and not expanding your horizon. When you expand your horizon and just take the take the leap into trying something new then your mental health improves your physical health improves your relationships improve because you're not just settling for your default experience. You're not just settling for what your school system taught you. You're not just settling for what your, uh, your parents taught you in terms of work ethic or what relationships should look like or what sibling relationships should look like because you can go out into the world and find selected family over time. Right. Um, or, or what you can do for a living is not limited to what you read in a textbook about what INTPs are supposed to do for a living, right? There are so many possibilities and it's up to you to go and explore them. So ultimately what I'm hoping to instill in the, in this podcast and what I've basically learned for myself is that over time, I initially started to blame the world. I was like, Oh, the world just doesn't fit the way that I think. Um, But I think I've, I've felt now that that is a more of a blessing than a curse. I thought it was a blessing and a curse. Now I think it's more of a blessing than a curse because I can think the way I want to think and maneuver the world the way that I want to maneuver it. I've got experience to do that and I can share ideas and I know that you as an INTP will take them and, and work with them the way that you need to right? So I'm having faith in you. And I think it's, it's fair for you to have faith in yourself, in, in your path and not see yourself as a mental or personality disorder. So take a moment, breathe that in. That's a lot, but I appreciate you so much for listening. And all of my work has kind of led to this. There's going to be more stuff. I got more things I'm sure I'll talk about, but In terms of the mental health aspect of this podcast and my relationship to being an INTP with some mental health stuff, um, I think that's ultimately the culmination or the best that I can do in terms of giving a pep talk about the INTP related to mental health relationship. So of course, as always, If you're listening to this on YouTube, you can leave comments below, talk to each other, ask each other questions. That would be great. Help each other, support each other, get yourselves through these things, and uh, we can start, you know, moving towards creating our own better realities for ourselves. So I appreciate you so very much. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. Uh, Like and subscribe and all that fun stuff. If you are intent on growing yourself as an INTP, there are programs at happychemicals.org about energetic management and cognitive functions, relationship growth, and um, uh, productivity growth. So if you're serious about growing in any of those ways, and you don't want to just scour the internet looking for all sorts of stuff, um, those programs are basically aggregates of all of the material around those topics that I've learned over the years that I am positive will be useful to you. Um... Going forward in your life's journey. So I appreciate you. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. See ya.